This is the John Oakley Show podcast. The whole cannabis industry in Canada, and uh, it seems that there are certain concerns that are uh, bleeding a lot of red ink. There's a cash burn situation going on with some of the major concerns since they came out. Everybody thought this was going to be the new gold rush. Didn't turn out to be that way. Let's find out what the Dickens is going on. Joining me on the line, Vinmala Subramaniam, who is a cannabis industry reporter with the Financial Post. Vinmala, good afternoon. Appreciate you joining the Oakley Show. Thanks, John. Nice to speak with you. So tell me, what is going on with the uh, cannabis industry in this country? Everybody says it was going to be, you know, sunshine and uh, roses going forward. Now there's a lot of uh, companies on the brink. They're teetering because of cash burn, really. Absolutely. So essentially what's been happening is for, you know, maybe one one and a half to two years leading up to legalization and about six months after that, a lot of these big companies like even Canopy Growth, Aurora, Tilray, they were spending money at a very, very high rate because they were kind of banking on demand in Canada being higher in the black market, in the legal market supplanting the black market a little bit more, eating away at it. In international uh, growth, uh, they have set up shop internationally. And all of these things um, kind of didn't really happen at the pace these companies thought it would. And so while they were spending a lot of money, their revenue wasn't coming in at a pace that, you know, was enough to keep the company going. And so right now we're in a situation where some of these companies only have months left to survive, uh, months of payroll left. I recently spoke uh, to someone from a, a smaller, non-publicly listed, mid-sized cannabis company. Uh, the CEO told me he only had a few weeks left on payroll, and there are a lot of companies in this situation. Well, Aurora just let 500 people go, including their CEO, uh if I understand correctly, they've only got 2.3 months of liquidity left. Yep, that's right. Aurora was one of the big red flags in the industry. I think for quite some time, analysts had been looking at their balance sheet saying, why isn't this company cutting costs? Why are they continuing to spend millions, you know, up to like 45 to 70 million every month? You know, big part of that is on marketing, general administrative expenses, and they didn't seem to be cutting back. And then last November, you know, when in, in their in their last quarterly earnings results, they finally said, okay, we're going to shut down our operations in Denmark uh, temporarily because, you know, the Danish government was moving really slowly on legalizing medicinal cannabis. Uh, and I think Aurora had gambled on the fact that they thought things would pick up uh, you know, more quickly in Europe, and they could kind of be a supply hub, but that didn't happen. Uh, and then they also announced they were shuttering most of their facility out in Medicine Hat in Alberta, which actually really affected the town. So, you know, these things happened, and they needed it to conserve cash. But even despite doing all that, they still are at, you know, a really kind of vulnerable point, which is what led them to lay off you know, an additional 500 employees recently to 25 of them were pretty high earning uh, guys uh, in executive, in the executive management of the company. What about supplying government stores? I, I would have thought that's almost like, uh, you know, uh, a default position where you can't lose, but uh, that's not going to sustain these companies then. 
Right. I mean, okay, so the other issue here is there's a, there's a, there's a supply chain hiccup. So when I say that, I mean Ontario has not opened up enough stores. We know that they, you know, we're, we're going to get to 200-odd stores by the end of the year, but that's going to happen, you know, pretty slowly. And even if you have 240 to 250 stores in Ontario, uh, the cannabis companies are saying that's just not enough to absorb the supply they, they're giving out. And, you know, consumers, because of no access, will just, Still go back to the regular dealers. The black market has completely moved online. It's in, in fact become much easier to buy black market wheat. So you know you have the government hurdles, but at the same time you have Health Canada. You know has continued to dispense licenses to producers because they had a whole backlog of people applying to be licenses. So over time you had a lot of cannabis product just sitting there, you know, just an excess of supply, and that meant price compression. So the other reason why these cannabis companies are struggling with revenue is because prices are going down. So per gram, they're not getting as much as they thought they would. Wow. Uh, Somebody blew it in making projections going forward. It's always a risky gambit. But, you know, when you (laughs) cited uh, the big companies, Aurora Cannabis, uh, Tilray only has 3.7 months of liquidity left. What happens to these big companies? Uh, Are there rescue plans in play? The cavalry comes over the hill, mergers, acquisitions, that kind of thing? Absolutely. That's what's going to happen. I think, you know, you're going to see a lot of M&A, mergers and acquisitions, take place, there are going to be insolvencies most definitely. But I think, you know, for the big companies like Aurora and Tilray, who who do still have a a core business that is functioning and that is making money, they just need to scale down. And I think that's what you're going to see happening. So, you know, they've invested in many countries uh, internationally. They started, uh, Tilray has a huge facility in Portugal, a very sprawling, expensive, high-tech facility. So I think you're going to see these companies reassessing what their strategies are and kind of, you know, saying we need to focus on our core Canadian operations because that's where weed is legal recreationally and that's where we can actually still sell and make some money. You know, we we can't be relying on waiting for other countries around the world to legalize Um, And the other aspect of this is raising money has become more difficult. So in the past, they could justify opening up all these facilities abroad and spending money because they found it easy to convince investors to give the money, either in in terms of equity or debt. But that's not the case anymore. So you're just going to see a huge downsizing taking place insolvencies, and, as you mentioned, M&A. Yeah, well, it's a a seismic shift in an industry that a lot of people uh, foresaw as being a new gold rush. Everybody wanted their grub stake early on, and uh, they thought they were going to ride it to riches. Boy, how things turn around in the course of a year and a half, two years. Again, appreciate your joining us. Vin Mala Subramaniam is a cannabis industry reporter with the Financial Post. Really appreciate your time. Thank you, John. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.